<laughs> okay, you want to go first or should I go first? I'm pretty empty over here on the, like what I want to say, so you go first. So I've been working on, I've been really trying hard. I'm a 16-year-old and I've been really trying hard to get that, uh, get the sort of creative engine running. Like I've been trying to do the podcast, trying to fix my YouTube channel, trying right. to do a bunch of trying to do a bunch of other things the big problem i've been like struggling with is uh it's not just motivation it's like it's kind of a fear mm-hmm. but the fear only appeared it's it's a weird it's a weird feeling before i started <laughs> like I, i've been trying to make podcasts all day for like seven hours like since the beginning of the day, and I've been like, it. Only an hour ago did I make one podcast that was like only ten minutes long. Wow! Did you like try and write down, like outline what you were going to say, or did you jump in every time? The only real, the only real, the only real way I can actually make a proper podcast is just jumping in. Because if I if I try to even script it at all, I'll just sound like really yeah (laughs) i gotcha i kind of feel that way too but like what i tried that really helped for me was like i would go and like just do like a really just crappy i guess i should just say yeah like a crappy podcast just like get all my thoughts out and then then... what podcast what's your podcast idea my podcast idea well i was gonna do like a comedy type thing one second. Hey, Josh, you bring that in the front. Go give that to Billy. But, yeah, um, so basically what I was trying to do is, like, a comedy type thing. But I like the name of what I have, but so far I'm, like, completely new to, like, podcasting. Podcasting. It was called um, I'm Not Pretentious, and do you know what that word means? That's the name of it. And I think that's pretty cool. But now I have to actually start making <laughs> installments and stuff. It's like I can't just stop at the title. Like that's not, you know, I have to actually work now. So you got it's it's like you got lost at the starting point. Yeah, because I was like, ah, oh, this is like such a cool title, and then I was like, now I have to work, <laughs> I have to write stuff, and actually have something to say. Which I have stuff to say, but I'm horrible at organizing my thoughts. I work better when I'm able to bounce off people. So it's like, I feel like I wouldn't be good doing a podcast by myself, but like with like a co-host type thing going on. Because then I get to go off of other people, you know, their energy. Yeah, it's like, it's more real and it feels better. Right. So um, I might have a solution to your problem. So one of my, one of my ideas, and that's, that's what, that's one of the ideas I was going to try out today, which is why I'm on, which is another reason why I uh, joined a random person is because I wanted, I wanted my podcast idea is to have, if, oh, English is horrible, is to have, <laughs> is to invite random people so I could interview them uh, based on like a daily topic, like have a, uh, oh, that's so cool. and I think that's that, cool idea. Yeah, maybe that could be something that you could do. You just like. I think that would be something cool. The only problem or my concern is like, you know, if I get like someone really stale, you know, like you just don't hit it off and they're just like, uh, you know, like that type of person. So you're like, hey, and they're like, hey, and there's like no real connection. They're just like, you're just like, what is your political affiliation? I'm neutral. Yeah, they'll say like one word answers, they're like, or they'll be like, I don't know. And I'm like, you can't just answer that. Like, it has to be engaging. Like, let's try and have like a conversation that people want to listen to. Like, I'm not saying be fake or anything or put on like your your podcast voice or anything. Like, you know, like some people when they get like on the phone, they have like the phone voice. Yeah. It's like like the really professional voice that you never hear them have or use like in real life. Just like, like that's kind of what you know i don't want people to do that like have that plastic type of thing like be yourself but 
don't be lazy. <laughs> like give one word answers and stuff. With my experience, because I've I've been jumping or I've been jumping around on um, by I've been just joining random people for like a week now. But and from my experience, I've seen like twenty different people. Every single person is like. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of mind to be able to just start a podcast. Like just go on and talk to random people. I don't. I don't think there's like many stale people. I have not met a single stale person yet. Everyone's been a psychopath. Okay, what <laughs> a psychopath? Not psychopath, but they've been really like energetic and real with the conversations we've had. Wow, that's a stretch for a psychopath. Is <laughs> the word you just first used? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're good. But, that's kind of describe myself. But um, I don't know. I'm that's what I'm afraid of meeting someone stale. But I, I think I think we just have to. I think we just have to like try it to figure it out. Just like yeah. dig it. It's like the the first person I talked to, well, because I just downloaded this app. I have another podcasting app I, I use, but like for this one, I talked to um another person, and it, the conversation was pretty dull. It's like I guess it's probably like nerves too, like because I haven't ever done like a co-hosting type thing or like where I, I'm actually talking with someone else. So yeah, and he was just really serious and stuff. I guess it's just you know, different people, different personalities, too, that comes into play, you know, so he was, like, very serious and stuff, we kind of talked about, like, technical stuff and all that, and, Mm. you know, yeah, it was just, it was kind of hard. Yeah, I see you're feeling it now, like, you're getting all awkward. (laughs) I'm I'm just, like, thinking, like, about it, because I, one of when I first started the podcast, I had a fr- I have a friend named AJ, and he's like also very stale, and I I understand where you're coming from. Oh, it's just like a saltine, it's stale, expired saltine crackers, stale. Like no no opinions at all, no opinions at all. Oh, that's the worst. Okay. I mean, most interesting people have like strong opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very opinionated yeah regardless of whether you agree you know it's like yeah. they're really interesting people have strong opinions okay, that's why okay I like Bill Burr. what were you saying i was like i was just saying that's why i like bill burr so much the comedian oh like on the other podcasting thing he has he has his own podcast and it's just i can listen to him for like hours just talk about whatever like he's cool <laughs> I I gotta find more people to watch. I only have like five different YouTubers I watch. It's so sad. I'm not. Um, what's Bill Burr's podcast called? Ooh, I do not know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Just search by his name. I'm sure it'll come up. Write it down. Bill Burr podcast. Can I talk to you about um? S- so remember I was talking about how I was going to interview people? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you the questions that I was going to ask the people I was going to interview? Sure, and I'll try to be genuine. Okay. Ooh, I got to find my questions. This is deep in... This, <laughs> this is like one of the things I've written down because I would not have remembered it. Okay. How important is creative freedom to you? How important is creative freedom? Well, I'm the type of person, you know, I don't like being boxed in. I don't like black and white situations. I've always been kind of like a rebellious person. And I, I feel like for me to actually feel like I'm actually living, I have to be able to express myself in different ways. I'm, I do a lot of like artistic things. I do drawing, singing, dancing, all of it. So I feel like it's definitely a big part of my life, you know. It's my passion, so it's yeah. very important to me. Well, what what is the full extent of your creativity? The full extent. Oh, you're pulling out all these yeah. all these deep questions. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I never thought about all this stuff. Um, the full extent. Hmm. Okay, I have like a like, really stupid answer for this. This is the only thing that's coming to my head for some reason. I, it might not even make any sense, but I'm just gonna say it. Like, if I like, I don't know, if it were like the future and there was like a presidential like or it was another election, I was actually elected president or whatever. Then, um, and I had like just a, all the power. Like, if there's no branches, like no. So basically, a dictatorship. I should say, but a nice one because I would be a very nice dictator. But I would like, <laughs> like I would be respectful of everyone, and you know I wouldn't get you know very mad at like most things. Like if I mean if someone wanted to watch, what's it called that show Supernatural, which I'm I'm not a fan of that show really. I'd be like, okay, you can watch it, but you know there'll be certain days where everyone's gonna have to watch what I like, and that's just that's how it's gonna be like yeah won't cut anybody's head <laughs> off if they don't but you know don't my like. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it was fine um would you say you are would you say you're readily working toward your maximum potential or at least reaching your standard potential definitely reaching for at maximum potential now i feel like i've waited far too long to actually start working towards you know the goals I have in life and it's like now I'm at a point where I'm like I'm just tired of doing the same thing like living a monotonous life where you know like I'm getting the same stale results because I'm not you know I haven't been working towards the things I want so now I'm like I'm tired of that I want to I want to start you know living the life I want you know doing more things you know because a lot of the time and it's sad to say but I don't spend a lot of time outside. I spend a lot of time just inside. And that's kind of a very unfulfilling life, you know. So, yeah, I'm ready to start doing more stuff. It's like living. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, why do you think you're creative? Uh, is it just like something built into you that since you were born or was it something that developed over time through experience? I think a little bit of both. I think most creative people seem like an in it. In, I don't know how to say that word. Just an ability that certain people have more so than others. And I Innate to, ability. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, there was one friend of mine. She like told me that she wasn't creative and I just looked at her. I was like, what? like of course you can be creative she was like no not, you know I'm starting to actually believe that some people do have like that ability more so than other people um I guess it was hard for me to understand that because like I'm definitely creative so duh you know I'm looking from inside my own bubble I'm like well why can't you be you know too so but it's also just from living to like experience like I think people can become more creative too like people that necessarily you know aren't most creative people is something that you're not doomed to be like uncreative for the rest of your life you know but like other people you're more inclined to that they have that natural ability is your Mm -hmm. Mm. let me think about this okay (laughs) How would your life be if you weren't creative? Oh, oh my God, one minute left, Jesus. Wait, what now? How would your life be if you weren't creative? Ah oh, man, I feel like yeah, no, that sounds like depression. That's <laughs> what that sounds like. <laughs> like that's just honesty. Like it just be depression for me because I mean when you look at like just life in general like it's all art everything like just trees outside sorry if I'm being like too like weird and spiritual or whatever but like everything like trees and all that that's all art you know the sound you hear with sort of like music or whatever and just yeah so I Mm -hmm. totally lost track what I was saying I just went off a cliff at what I was just saying (laughs) <laughs> okay, then have a good swarm, yeah.
And you are? I'm American Mindless. <laughs> American Mindless. I like that. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see the small print. Oh. Right. So go for it, American Mindless. Tell me <laughs> what you want to know. Would you consider yourself a creative person? Oh, definitely. Yes, I am very creative. What are some of the things you're working on currently that are creative? Currently, right now, uh, well, I'm working on my, my podcast. That's my number one thing right now. And also, I am writing my story. I am a survivor of lupus. I've had lupus for 40 years now. And I'm looking for somebody to help me create a documentary about my entire 40 years with lupus. Oh, wow. Oh, what's your biggest problem? What is your biggest problem in your creative process? People who don't want to listen. <laughs> That, that is my biggest problem. My biggest problem is gathering people to listen to what I have to say before they put in their input. Like finding an audience? Exactly. Or when I'm working with somebody and I'm saying, you know, this is the way I would like for it to be done. And they go off on a tangent and decide that it should be done that way. I know my life you know, and I know how I want it presented, you know, things like that, creative differences. I mean, that's the way the world works. It's not just everybody agree all the time. Life would be boring that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's annoying sometimes. Okay. Um, how often would you say you're proud of your work? Very often. Every time I finish one of my podcasts, I'm like, Yes, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, finally, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I used to like to do things like put on shows for my parents. And I used to, um, I won an award in poetry and, and things like that. So I do creative ever since I was a kid. I was a professional dancer. Um, unfortunately, Lupus had other plans for me, you know. It gave me a good 15 years, and then it knocked me off my feet, literally. Oh, I'm about to become a fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Do you, feel like you, do you feel like you fall short of your expectations sometimes? Well, everybody does. I mean, it's a, it's a part of the natural process. But then when you feel like that, you have to step back and you have to look at yourself and improve what you, you feel needs to be improved. So what you set your expectations high so that you can get the results that you want. It might not be the results that you need, but it's the results that you want and you get them and you run with it. And you keep on improving each and every time you set those expectations. But if you, if you set them entirely too high, then you're going to find yourself bumming yourself out and you're going to be in your head entirely too much and you won't get anything done. Uh, well, what would you say is the end goal of your creative endeavors? The end goal? Well, to leave a legacy for my children and my grandchildren. That is my end goal. I want to show the world that lupus is a very serious disease. I, even though I make lots of fun, I make fun of it constantly. I laugh at myself all the time when I do my podcast, but I wanna show the world that there is a disease called lupus and our sisters are dying from them, from this disease more than they die from cancer. And nobody knows that. And people need to know that. Do you know that May is Lupus Awareness Month? I did not. You see what I'm saying? So that's my goal, 
to get the word out so people will know things like this. Okay. Oh. To what extent are you willing to... What is, the, what is the extent of what you're willing to do to reach that goal? Every and anything I possibly can. And I am in the process of doing it. I am. I, I, I have something very special that I'm getting ready to do. I can't really tell you about it right now. But in a few weeks, when it does happen, stay tuned to my station because it's going to blow your mind. It's going to be on the news everywhere because we are about to make history with this one. Trust me. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Where do you live? I live in the United States, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. I'm in New York. Oh. As if you couldn't tell, right? <laughs> <laughs> the accent. Right. My husband's from California. He says, uh, you have a really heavy accent. I'm like, no, I don't. You just talk funny. <laughs> so anyway keep on I'm listening uh, are you completely open in your life would you say you're completely open about what you're doing currently creatively as a person or would you say you sort of block yourself off due to some something like creative guilt oh never I'm always open I'm open to suggestions and I'm also open to creative criticism okay I mean, I like to receive criticism is very important. But if you criticize me to the point where you make me feel like a piece of garbage, then I'm not going to listen to your ass. I throw <laughs> you out like trash. Understand? I won't block myself. I never will. And you have to keep a, a, a mindset about that. Okay, if you get in your head too much, you're gonna block your creativity. Understand? Mm -hmm. right. who, who are some of the people that have inspired you to be create to be creative? Maya Angelou, Sonia Sanchez, my father, my mother. Basically, my entire family who used to sit through all my little plays and shit when I was a kid, you know, and I always just loved to dance. My parents were king and queen of salsa in, in Brooklyn, and we're not even Spanish. We're Jamaican. <laughs> well, why do you think you're creative? I don't think I'm creative. I know I'm creative. There's a difference. Well, why are you creative? Why? Because I do off-the-wall crazy shit that nobody ever would even think about doing, number one. And number two, <laughs> I have won awards for some of the things that I've done. And number three, if you saw the way I dressed, you would understand, yeah, she's the creative type. <laughs> How do you feel when you're not being creative or being when you're being bored? Restless. Very restless. I feel very restless when I when I'm not creating something and I'm not doing anything, I'm constantly searching for something to do. Mm -hmm. I have tons and tons of notebooks. So I make a journal, you know, and because of the lupus is taking my life and I have children and grandchildren, I write them letters just in case, you know, they need me in a specific moment of their life, you know? Yeah. Um, what's your opinion of creativity as a whole in the U.S.? Do you think people are not being as creative as they should be or... Who am I to judge another one's creativity? Creativity comes in all different types of packages. You know, you could be creative just by taking a piece of toilet tissue. There is an artist running around Brooklyn. Now, I consider this guy an artist 
I've seen some of his work even when I was passing through visiting my daughter in Jersey, right? And what he does is he takes toilet tissue or, or plastic and he makes pictures on fences. That's creative as hell, man. I don't know how he does it, but it is a beautiful piece of artwork, you know? So yes, I, I see everything as creative. I mean, you should see my house. It's all decorated. Over-decorated is what my father said. I'm like, well, that's just what your opinion. You know, this is my house. When you pay my bills, then you can decorate it. He didn't like that too much, but, you know, I'm a grown-ass woman. <laughs> would, you say now is the, would you say now is the best time in the U.S. ever to be creative? Anytime is a good time to be creative. It really doesn't matter. Creativity comes in all different packages. It's not just about dancing. It's not just about art. It's not just about, you know, spoken word. It is about who the individual is and what they can do. There are very creative people here. And unfortunately, not everybody gets their opportunity to shine. Sometimes you have to die before you're realized, you know, for your creativity. If you were to, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you were to sum up your view of creativity now, what would you say about it? I would say that there's not enough young people taking enough chances, depending too much on the internet to help them sell themselves instead of going out there and putting themselves in an uncomfortable situation in order to make the money that they want for their creativity. Sometimes the old-fashioned ways are the better ways to do things. Would you say it's would you say it's a better game plan to sort of mix the two together, where you're not only putting it on the internet but also advertising yourself through the real world and through actual people? Oh yes, most definitely. There is nothing better than the word of mouth, especially when you get yourself into a networking situation. I always say, you know, here in New York, we have networking parties constantly, you know, so if you can get yourself into a networking situation or a party where people are networking, then go for it and make sure you always have a picture or something that you've created on at all times, right? Mm -hmm. And la there's the last question. Um, okay. would, you, would you say you're proud of anyone, any young person who decides to go out there and put themselves out as a creative person and make things? I am definitely proud of everyone, especially young people who go out there and create things. My mother was the one who helped to create the internet. So I'm proud of her, you know? So yes, I am proud of the youth for creating things that they create. My daughter is in Japan right now creating mangas. So yes, I am very proud. Oh, I'm glad to say I'm one of those people. Thank you for your time, ma'am. Hope you have a good day. You too. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye. Would you consider yourself a creative person? Yes. What is one of the things you've been working on creatively, like right now, like recently? I am working on my second novel, uh, editing it specifically, and I'm adding new stuff and material to it. And I have, um, this is my second novel, and I basically self-published the first one. It's available on Amazon. It's a fiction book. It's um, for middle-aged readers. Um, and it, uh, to, to sum up the first novel in a, in a nutshell, it's Dr. Frankenstein opening a pet shop full of monsters, period. <laughs> um, and it's just as fun as it sounds. My second one is a little bit more complicated, but, um, all right, but it's also my baby. It's like a huge homage to a famous horror author 
named H.P. Uh, Lovecraft making fun of the cliches that, and repeating tropes that are occurring in his writing all the time. Like he has a tendency to, you know, use words like, you know, indescribable with his monsters and being vague with his monsters in his early stories and like just like the thought of you know getting mad going mad with the revelation of like realizing that you know we're just a tiny little it's like imagine a nihilistic universe and um where basically the closest things to gods don't really care about you and you have hp lovecraft who wrote about you know unspeakable things you know, lurking outside our reality, kind of like Stranger Things did with uh, the Demogorgon. I think they actually ripped off a, a Lovecraftian creature to create the Demogorgon for Stranger Things. But I'm getting I'm getting off topic. Ask another question. Okay. Um, what is the biggest problem you experience when in your creative process? The biggest problem, well, is finding out that. Some of my ideas, or at least some of my ideas, have already been done before. Like ideas for stories, I mean. And, uh, you know, trying to, you know, twist my more my own. Like, I, uh, I'm writing another piece on the side that, on the, on the outside, is kind of like cliche. It takes place in a standard, you know, Tolkien-esque fantasy world. But it focuses on the orcs instead of, you know, the other races and how basically one of them realizes that, you know, being evil is like basically going to lead to his demise. So he decides to rebel. And um, I'm kind of fiddling around with that, trying to make it something more original without, you know, being influenced by, like, video games like Warcraft or Skyrim and their interpretations of orcs. So okay. I'm kind of purging myself like that. How often do you feel proud of your work? Um, very often, actually. Like, I read, I, I read through, like, my old journal entries. Like, I have at least four or five journals filled with ideas and I also have a, a Twitter account that like I post writing prompts on and like I'm really I really like imp- my past self really impress- impresses my present self um, and um, I yeah that's how I feel proud of myself is that I like remind myself that I've like come up that I've actually that these things have actually come out of my head you know would you say you're reaching you're reaching your um, your current goals right now? Not entirely. There have been a few speed bumps along the way. I mean, my editor um, is currently missing in action because she got pregnant and uh, gave birth. So um, I'm looking to. I'm basically working on my second editing my second novel um, by myself and it's kind of daunting do you f- do you feel like you fall short of your expectations sometimes oh i i uh, i i feel like that almost constantly in my worst moments i have i have um issues with that um <clears throat> But I try to remind myself that, you know, I'm a creative person. I've written a book. I've graduated with high honors. I, I've done so many awesome things. I shouldn't doubt myself. Okay. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's the end goal of your, of your creative endeavors? Um, my ultimate goal is to get traditionally published and have my books in physical print, like a hard copy, all of them, even my early stuff. 
what's the full extent of what you're willing to do to achieve that goal? I'll do, I would, I would, you know, if, if, if given the opportunity, I would sell my soul for, for, for success at this point. Not, I wouldn't like throw anybody under the bus, you understand, but I'd throw me under the bus for it. Like, yeah. Um, are you, would you say you're completely, you're completely open about your life as a creative person or do you harbor some form of creative guilt? What do you mean by creative guilt? Do you ever let other people's opinions stop you from being creative? When I was a teenager, yes, but now, no. Okay. Just, just if I could tell my, my teenager self once one thing, it would be just don't listen to whatever, what, what, what the, uh, don't listen to the haters, basically. <laughs> um, unless they unless they actually have like an education and a knowledge about what you're doing, then don't don't take it into account. Like, yeah, yeah. Who are some of the people who who've inspired you to be creative? Oh my God, I have like a laundry list of authors, but I give you the living ones. Okay, uh, namely Neil Gaiman who is a famous fantasy author. I actually had the opportunity to meet him at a book signing. And it, it was like, it was like seeing a rock star. I was so, so excited to like, and I shook his hand and he probably doesn't remember me, but I remember him. And um, it was probably one of the best moments of my, of my, not my life, but, definitely my career as a writer because I had just finished my first novel and I I looked to him for inspiration all the time because he he's like basically done everything comics screenplays short stories novels all sorts of things mm-hmm. well why do you think creative was it just were you just born creative or was it something that uh came on to you over time I mean I didn't come out fully formed as a writer I mean I I started basically on like an old school like just making things making things up like I want to say like uh, 14 15 years old on like an on um what it's an old school device called an Alpha Smart. They used to give out in schools. You probably never heard of them, but um, yeah, I used to type stuff out on that. And then when my handwriting got better, I started. I turned to journaling, and I basically, I through through try. I did everything through trial and error. Basically, if I got if if the subject didn't interest me, I kind of put it by the wayside and basically absorbed as much information as I could when it came to, you know, the craft of writing and other writers that I thought were interesting. And then one thing changed me, which was this book that nobody's heard of by uh, Frank Zappa's son actually wrote a children's book. And it blew my mind because it had everything, monsters and all sorts of things. And it was like that that said, you know, I could do that. That told me that I could do this because like it had everything that I like would want in a book. And it was called The Monstrous Memoirs of a Mighty McFearless. And that basically said, you know, if this could get published, I could get published. And I went ahead and wrote my novel. And uh, the rest is history. Um, what's the purpose of the podcast of joining Anchor then? I actually wanted to read some of my st- some of my stories. Oh, that's a cool like, idea. Like an audio, like an audio book, or something. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, I just don't want anybody to steal it. I mean, once somebody like I know they're going to be like followers, you know, people who imitate me, and like, you know, like I was going to start with like, because I didn't want to 
to get any of my work stolen, I'd start with like reading public domain horror stories and then move on from there. Until you get like more popular as to where as someone steals from you, like they'll someone will know. Yeah, I, I just needed to I needed to like stop using my real name, man. Like I <laughs> even though it does sound like a pseudonym, doesn't it? Alex Greenhill. Sounds like a freaking fantasy author right on the bat, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um would you say you make excuses often? I procrastinate if that's what you're if that's what you're getting at. Oh. Well, well what makes you procrastinate? I mean, I have I have a life. I have a I have I I work out basically 6 days out of the week. I read voraciously. I mean, I finished reading a book of essays about pulp fiction. Not the not the movie, the actual like pulp magazines like Amazing Stories. Look look it up if you're interested. Um but uh yeah, I I don't know what makes me procrastinate. I just like some days I don't feel like writing even though I know I should. Oh. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else you're working on right now besides writing? Like, uh, are you working on any YouTube videos or something like that? No, I was going to do, I was going to write movie reviews, actually. If, yeah. if you wanted to think of not something that was non-fictional. So it was, because I had this really cool idea, but then again, everybody could be a movie reviewer. And my dad is kind of trying to convince me to submit it to papers and stuff like that. Uh, movie reviews, I mean. Okay. <clears throat> if you were to sum up, if you were to sum up your view of what create creativity is now, what would you say about it? Like how? Ooh. What I mean by that is, how are, how is, what is, what is the health of, how healthy is the creativity in the U.S. right now? I, I couldn't say. It depends on, it depends on, like, what medium you're, you're, you're tackling. Television is doing great. Literature, I'm not really sure. Film is almost completely bankrupt. Um... But uh, I believe that there's hope. I mean, everything is a synthesis. You know what that means? It's like a combination and mix and like a melding of different ideas together to make a cool new idea. And that's going to save everything. If you, if you combine different things and twist the right, you know, ideas and uh, concepts, you could make something truly special. Is... Is the majority of cre- are the majority of creative projects lost? Like, do people just mostly not find them? Well, there are people that like abandon <laughs> ideas all the damn time. I mean, look up look up the concept of trunk novels, where basically people write a bunch of novels and then or or do write a spec script. Mm-hmm. Well. Or would you consider yourself creative? Sorry for asking the same question. Yes, yes, yes. I would. Indeed. Okay. What is your backstory? Like, what are the things you've been doing? I've been doing YouTube for over five years. Uh, well, in Croatian, mostly now I started in English. Then now now I also opened a website. It's called uh, digitalmediahow.com, where I teach people actually how to be creative. So that's that's creativity. I'm teaching them how to how to put stuff on Instagram, teaching them the digital media and stuff. And I, I, okay. sorry, I also uh, been doing music. Like, it's not really the best music, but it's still music. It's like some funny songs in my language, you know. <laughs> okay, like okay. You? Well, do you, ever, do you ever get any, like, 
unwarranted criticisms of for you being creative? Yeah, man, always. Like you, you just get used to it. I mean, it's YouTube. <laughs> First time when you hear it, then you're like, oh my god, no, no, no. But then you just start stop giving, stop giving a fuck, you know, because it's just it's opinions. There is seven point five billion of them in the world, and everybody has opinion, but. Okay, something is con- called constructive criticism. That's okay, but if somebody's just like, "Ah, oh, you're this, you're that," or "Ah, oh, you're good, you're bad," it-, it doesn't really matter, you know. You just ignore it. So you think useless? Yeah, it's it's. I I've been called names. I I heard stories, but honestly, I don't care. I just keep on doing what I do because it- it's fun, <laughs> you know. It's. It's my lifestyle. It's not a job or anything. It's just I love to do it. Would you say you're proud of your work? Um, some, some of yeah, some of work I'm really proud. Some of work, like I wouldn't say I'm proud, but uh, I just love to hit mm-hmm. that record button and that's it. You know, sometimes it's good content. Sometimes <coughs> it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what what's your opinion on creativity as a whole? I think I think everybody should be creative. I think people should uh, do something about it. Stop being robots. Stop doing uh, what people tell them. Like uh, everybody has nine to five job. It's not fun, you know. It's okay. You, you it can learn you some lessons in life. But creativity, it's it's creating something that nobody has ever created, and that, that's the beauty of it. That's why. Uh, we have Nikola Tesla, we have Leonardo da Vinci and people like that. It, they didn't they didn't accept reality as it is. They wanted to create something and thanks God they did. <laughs> well, do you have any criticisms of creative people now? Like, just in general? Mm, you mean, do I criticize the creative people? Well, yeah um no not really like i respect because it's art uh in some form it's art you know even if it if it's useless to someone you know like somebody can create like a really bad video and it's all art it's lessons why because uh you will see hey this guy is doing something in a suicide forest you know it's not cool don't do it don't be that guy <laughs> but again like it's a lesson just learn from some people's mistakes like okay everybody's reacting on this it's bad maybe i thought it was fun but i wouldn't do it now you know or if you see somebody like i don't know casey nice that he does like around the new york city he, he he's teaching you some discipline running in the morning he's also having fun he's good to uh, his family friends he takes care of the business like uh, there's some really he he just brings so much positivity in your life so you can learn something from that too i think you can learn everything i mean something from every single video on the platform from every every painting you see every music you hear you can you can always get some lessons that's that's it so there is no no point to criticize anyone because uh they think it's good and you don't know the re- Oh no! There we go. All right, we're recording right now. All right, ask me anything. Interview me. Are you creative? Yes. Well, what's your backstory of why you're creative and what are you um working on? Man, just working on fucking these hoes, bro. <laughs> Can you give me an example? <laughs> no. Oh. You well, know, we're gonna get a bunch of money. We're gonna go to the club. We're gonna go to Colombia, bro, Medellin, and we're gonna rock the show out tonight, bro. Oh, well. Nah, just kidding, bro. All right. Ask me something else. Well, what's your opinion on creative people? My opinion on creative people. I think creative people bring a lot to the world and a lot to the media. Creative people help society, and they help people make their lives better. Who are the type of people that you think are, like, biased against creativity, like, that don't like it? People I, who I think are biased against creativity. Yeah. Uh, give me a second to think about that. Okay, okay. 
Who hates creativity? Oh, people, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Republicans. Because they're conservative because and they don't really like anything new. So everything is so everything they do is traditional. Nothing is new. And creative is always innovating. Yeah. Okay. Well. Are you easily bored? Yes. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Okay. Well, what would you say is something you could be doing better than what you're doing right now? Man. Fucking kidding myself. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, maybe, I don't know, man. Traveling, man, something like that, man. I'd like to go outside the country, really, to be honest. (laughs) Well, do you have any, like, end plan? Any end plan? Yeah. Yeah, end life. (laughs) (laughs) End plan, end life, right? No, I hope someday I could go to school, get a career, right? Have a house, have a family, and live happily ever after. <laughs> okay, well, um, how come you're doing the podcast? Um, to be honest with you, I downloaded the Anchor app like two days ago, and I'm trying to. I've been talking. You're not the only person. I- I've talked to like a couple people already, and um, everybody's just bouncing around ideas and seeing how the app works. I think they're still working on developing the app. And I created my own podcast, but I don't even know what it's about yet. I just record my nonsense. Uh, I've talked talk to a couple of people. Uh, people are just throwing out their ideas right now, and um, I'm just randomly talking to people right now um, to see. Um, if anybody has any good ideas so we can link up and make a podcast. But uh, other than that, you know, I'm just working on uh, how to use the app and um, maybe I could bounce around some ideas with people and create something for people to listen to. Well, do you have any ideas for what your podcast is going to be or? Um, I just, I've just been, I don't actually know yet. Um, I'm trying to get some ideas from people. <laughs> Can I say uh, my idea? What's your idea? The creative thing? No. It's a, little, it's a little vague. So I'm, I'm going to tell you now. Um, so my podcast is called American Mindless. And my idea behind it is I wanted to... I wanted to have three... Okay, let me just talk about one thing first. I'm, I'm going to get a little convoluted here. Uh, I, the main thing about... The main thing of my podcast is I wanted to do interviews with people out in public. And I wanted to, like... Ask, ask people real questions out in the real world, but also through Anchor app. And because I'm just like a little shy and because it's like partially illegal and because I don't have a car, uh, I'm just going to do it on Anchor for now, like interviewing people. And what, what the one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to interview people on how creative they were, which is why I'm just like jumping around with the questions. How many episodes you have so far? Um, my previous episodes were just me fucking around with my friends. <laughs> but, Everybody's just fucking around with this app right now, dude. Everybody's just trying to, like, get the way around this. It's really so, fun, though. It's really fun. I, I, I like it. I, I, I like talking to other people. And but the, ep- the episode I'm working on now, which is this recording, uh, I've, already, I've already done, like, five interviews, and I think this, one, this is going to be the finishing one. I just don't know how to end it. <laughs> I don't know what to say at the end. Be like, bye. Wait, that's how you're gonna end it. Like, bye. <laughs> Just like, bye. Well, that's let me get. Can I give you one another one of my ideas? Okay. So I also I don't just want to do the podcasting. Uh, I've been really trying to do a bunch of other things. Like one of the things I wanted to do was YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the reason, the main reason I'm recording this podcast. The the main reason I I'm doing the podcast about about creativity is because I wanted that to be the beginning the beginning point of a video I'm making, which is going to be about creative freedom and what that means for people in the U.S. right now. Where are you at right now? You're not in the U.S., right? 
I'm in the United States. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. Well, where do you think I was? I don't know. Probably Australia. <laughs> yeah, the Australian accent. I've talked to people that are like around the world on the, on the app, you know? So. It's really interesting seeing like hearing other people from around the world. I was like, where are you from? So yeah. are you from the U.S.? Yeah, I live in, I'm in, I'm from New Jersey. Hmm. Hmm. I'm from Virginia. I was actually really surprised. I thought, like, it was a U.S. exclusive. <laughs> Where'd you think I was from? Uh, I thought you were from the U.S. You have, you have the, the American, American wow. personality. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was talking to this dude that spoke English, but he, was, he lived in Africa, so you never know. Yeah, it's like so many different people. I've, I've had some really interesting conversations with random people. Like, one person had, like, one person is supposedly very popular and is a survivor of a disease. Well, that was loud, of, of a disease called lupus. Dude, um, I forgot what I was about to ask you. Yeah, I was just about to ask you something, I forgot. That, that noise just like, just like gone, just lost. Yeah. yeah I was really about to ask you something, and I forgot, man. Oh, that sucks. Well, I'm going to ask you a question then. If I can find it. Oh, God. So one of the things I wanted to try, one of the things I wanted to try with the podcast is I wanted to do I wanted to do one daily, but I didn't want it to become sales. So I had this idea for something called a day roll where you roll a dice and depending on which number it rolls on, we do different things. Like one day, for if you roll a one, I want to do like, we talk in an accent rule two. We have to go out in public and actually talk to people rule three. Some other stuff. I need to find where I wrote it. I'm lost. You have a lot of ideas. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of free time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like only 16 and I'm on full time, I forgot well, so, well, my time. You're, you're the second person I talked to that, that's 16. Oh, what was the first 16 year old like? The African kid. Oh, that's cool. And then, and, and then there was a guy that was my age. And then there was a woman that was, like, around my age, too. And I think you're, like, the fourth person I've talked to. Hmm, okay. Some people I've talked to are really stale. Like, especially at nighttime, people are just so stale. It's bad. <laughs> like, one I was talking to the guy. He was like, yeah, uh... We talked for five minutes, and he was like, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, this one guy was trying to convince me about how the internet is, like, boring. I was like, what? What the hell? Uh, it, it's a lot of different opinions out here. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, uh, I think I know what I was going to ask you. Not a lot of people know about this app yet, right? Uh, I don't think so. I've been spreading the word to my friends. Because you know who's Gary Vaynerchuk? Yes, I do. That's how I found out about the app. Um, I was on YouTube, and um, you know the the YouTube ads. There was an ad where I think he was on the Breakfast Club. Um, I know he has his own channel, his own vlogs, but this this ad came up of him talking about the app, and I wasn't doing shit that day, so I just downloaded the app and I saw how easy it was, and I instantly got hooked. I know it's awesome. Well, I got I got told from Casey Nice that. Oh, who's that? I never heard of that person. You never heard of him? Oh, he's... I don't know how to describe him. He has a weird face. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> okay, well. Well, what do you think about my um my little podcast thumbnail? I think it's cool, dude. I think you got a lot of cool ideas. I mean, it's way better than mine. Like <laughs> That's because I had like six hours out of the day to just think... <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, dude. Um, it's it's a cool podcast, dude. Um, I I'll uh, I'll send you a message, dude. I learned how to message. It's cool too. The messages are through, like you can only speak through messages too. I'll text you. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I had <laughs> that was a good podcast. Okay, bye. 
That was Creative Climate, Episode 1, American Mindless. If you enjoyed the podcast, please favorite, and I'll make another one next week. Okay, bye.